What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 45, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. founder numero uno, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, founder numero dos, Ben. So in that case, two questions. What type of bread do you like most, and what type of bread do you like yeast? Baseball, Ben, what's going on, man? Oh, Justin, how are you, my friend? Excellent use of that pun, which, by the way, that pun gave us the best response ever. Do you have that response ready? Uh, not yet. Let's talk about this in a second. Who's joining us today? Yeah, let me look and see. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse, and the rider was named the Great Sambino, and Hades followed close behind him. Who's in the on-deck circle? Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good afternoon, Sam. Hey, how's it going? Doing well, man. Hey, Doing well. I find it unnerving to start the episode with Ben saying the word yeast. <laughs> well, as Ben brought up a second ago, that, that brought us... The line right after that was, oh, uh, rye bread. So, I mean, it's absolute gold. <laughs> I was wondering what the answer was. I forgot. It's like was. a really good one-two punch. Yeah, it really was. How's it going, guys? I'm doing very, great, man. It's a long Very week. well. Good. Yeah, it's a long weekend. Good to be back. It's, uh, we had like eight days off. It's been kind of weird that we didn't do an episode mid last week, but uh, we had a lot of shit going on between all of us. So, uh, you know. There wasn't a ton to talk about at that point, just to, given that it was like four days out. So we were like, eh, let's just save it all for a, a big episode on Sunday. Monday, or in this case. Maintain the illusion and say, we have been refining our craft. We've been out by the woodshed, putting in our thousand hours of hard work to make sure that we are bringing you the best of all baseball-related content. It's what we do. It's what we do. Then just make, you know, piece of shit jokes. Yeah. There is that. How have your guys' Labor Day weekend been? I slept an astonishing amount this weekend. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> on, <laughs> so let me take you back to Saturday. I slept um, from, you know, 11.30 at night to probably 9.30. Okay. Uh, and then I slept again from 4.30 to 7.30. <laughs> okay. Wait, okay. Hang on. PM to AM? Like, what, what happened here? Right. So I went to bed, you know, Friday night, 1130, woke up Saturday morning, 930 AM, full night's rest. Uh, I did some things, but nothing crazy. And then I went right back to sleep. I had a nice nap on the couch for about three hours and then uh, ate dinner and went to sleep and did it all again on Sunday. I uh, woke up at like 1130 on Sunday um, and again, had a nap between like three and four. Are you a bear? <laughs> It's been it's been a, a rough couple of weeks, and I, yeah, I am actually a bear. So, <laughs> tracking back to your last question, <laughs> I feel like that's that's the dream right there. That is the American dream at its finest. That's it's just an incredible weekend. I can't blame you at all. You've been running around like crazy, doing all kinds of stuff. So, uh, well deserved, I would say. What about what about you, J Mac? What have you? What kind of trouble have you been up to? So. I wanted to tell you guys about this because I, I feel like you'll both be interested in this. Ben, you'll talk a little bit of, later about your experience going to the ballpark this weekend. But I did something, we'll call it tangential to that, I guess. Like, okay. it's a little bit like that. I parked near the ballpark. <laughs> Ooh. That wasn't it. That wasn't, that wasn't the only thing I did. I didn't just oh, park okay. near the ball. Okay. That so 
cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually went over and checked out that new uh, area called Texas Live that's going to be right in front of where they're building the new Texas Rangers Stadium. Yeah. So Texas Live is an area and not a television show. Correct. Except, so like, I anticipate it being very similar to The Battery, which we talked about in Atlanta. Which is a great name for an area. I Absolutely. would argue that anything live immediately makes me think that it's television or radio show. Or yeah, so the thing is, this place is sort of like, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a concert venue, number one, but okay. it's like covered, which is pretty cool. Um, and like then, only cover bands? No, no, like covered okay. over, yeah. <laughs> We're, we're, I don't think we're going to be getting a gig there anytime soon, Ben. No. Is, is the, the whole point. Um, but it wasn't really... It was more like indoors. Everything aside from like the stage and everything that was outdoors was indoors. So there was the, there's a Troy Aitman's restaurant. There's a Pudge Rodriguez pizza shop or something like that. There's, a, um, there's just several different like themed places. There's a Guy Fieri taco place. When I think of notable Italians, I think of Pudge Rodriguez. <laughs> I know. I don't know, man. That's just what they've got. Um, just good at the dish. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but yeah, man. So, and they've that got. Sounds like a place that we would have come up with for one of our ads. It like, does. <laughs> Rodriguez's Pizza Parlor. Come on in and catch a slice, buddy. Like, just the oh, worst. Man. Maybe they're starting to listen to our ads and starting that's to get inspired. It that's got to be it. Um, but yeah, so it, it's less like. Uh, the battery that it's kind of outdoors, but you know, they're individual restaurants, but it's more just like all these places indoors that culminates to a giant like TV screen. That's, I, I'll have to look up how big this thing is. It's enormous and there's like service and everything, but it's all kind of indoors, but it holds a shitload of people. I mean, not as big as the battery, obviously, cause it's an indoor thing, but it's, it's a good size, man. It really is. question question about this is this um between current ballpark and jerry world because that would be yes really ideal right? yes so they're yeah. and the cool thing about it is so if you're at the troy aitman's restaurant for example they are building an omni hotel and whenever you look out so it's all very open concept and open like light right and as you look out towards the hotel the hotel is actually built i would say probably 10 stories off the ground and you can see through it to Jerry World. So it's like an iconic kind of view, and it's like very grand looking, and it's really, really awesome. Very cool. I see how it's going to draw a lot of people. And the cool thing is, like, so once you go outside of this, you can walk right up to where they're building the new ballpark, and eventually you're going to be able to look in to the actual oh, ballpark. Awesome. Yeah, so it's going to look in on baseball. It looks really awesome. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, so Sam, you'll have to check that out whenever you're in town next time. It, it's definitely worth your time, for sure. Nice. Yeah. I'm wondering if I should make the effort to try and be there for the first game uh, at that stadium. I think we should all make the effort to be there for the first game at that stadium. Uh, hashtag press pass. Ooh, even better. Now that's an idea. Ben, get to work on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to delegate that to the interns. We don't have any interns right now. It's, the summer's oh. over, man. It's the worst. They all had to go back to school. I know we ran them into the ground anyway. All right. Do, um, do you want to, guys, or do you guys want to see who's sponsoring the pod today? Yes, please. Yes, please. Ah, uh, here we go. Are you in need of a new doormat? Wearing some holes in those old socks? Well, we have the place for you. I'm talking about Stephen Matt's doormats and sock emporium. <laughs> Gone are the days when you have to go to the store and browse through hundreds of mats to find the perfect doormat. They have hundreds of styles and designs in stock. Looking for a mat like mine that says, go away, Ben, they've got you covered. 
Steven Matt's Doormats and Sock Emporium has the largest collection of socks this side of the Atlantic. They've got long socks, short socks, dark socks, light socks, holy socks, fat socks, thin socks, socks for your socks, and much, much more. Make sure to head on down to Steven Matt's Doormats and Sock Emporium today. Located off of Highway 4, 237 miles from the Iowa border. You can also visit them online at mattsmatsandsocks.com and use the coupon code OUTFIELDER to receive 10% off your entire purchase. Stephen Matt's Doormats and Sock Emporium, covering your doorstep and foot needs since 1991. Back to you, Sam and Ben. Bravo. Wow. I like how it's so far from the Iowa border. I mean, are we that's we're in Iowa or are we out of Iowa? I, I don't know, man. That's that's for the listeners to figure out. And that URL is something else. Mats, yeah. mats, socks. There's a lot going on there. I know. I yeah. would absolutely love it if um, Justin brought home a doormat that said, go away, Ben. Because I feel like Claire would be like, I'm fine with this. Yeah, I feel like she'd, she'd allow it. And if we ever merchandise our podcast, we need to make sure that that's on there. We can sell doormats. <laughs> it's just a, a white shirt with a doormat on it that says, go away, Ben. That's all it's yeah. going to be. It's awesome. I was going to say actual doormats. Oh, that yeah. too. Yeah. Apparel. The shirt of the doormat is kind of meta. Yeah. Think about it. It'll ring true to you at some point. You're going to be driving down the highway next week or some shit, and you're going to be like, ah, oh, yeah. Anyway, it's good stuff. Good sponsors. Always a good time. All right, Sam, what time is it? Uh, let's talk pieces of shit. This is Paul Ramham from WBAT in Cincinnati. We interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin. It appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe. Baseball players in particular seem to be the main target. However, no person, concept, or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment. The perpetrator has been identified as the great Sambino. Police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner. Ding, ding, ding. Huge piece of shit. Great. So we're actually going to have Justin kick us off straight from the Department of Redundancy Department to talk about Nathan Evaldi. Have we talked about him before? It was the last one we did. Oh, shit. The Department of Redundancy Department. Okay. Well, I would, I would like to point out he's still a piece of shit. Um, he hasn't done any better since we last spoke. And today I watched him throw 39 pitches in the first inning of the Braves game, 39 pitches. So he came out of the game in the bottom of the fourth with 76 pitches and the bases loaded. It pissed me off. That's not, not a great start. No, he, uh, he lasted three and a third, gave up two hits, walked four and K'd four. Boston is ready for, we'll get to this in a little bit, but Boston is ready for Chris Sale to be back. And now that Erod is back, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes anyway. Um, yeah, we need to get him out of like a third role in the rotation. Yeah. I don't want to pilfer too much of the standings talk, but no. Erod was nails yesterday. Yes, I've got some really good numbers on that because I actually logged every single pitch and watched what happened. So we'll talk about wow. it. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm coloring me impressed, dude. You marked every pitch. I want to hear about this. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll get there. Uh, so great. how's your blood pressure? Because I feel like it's... <laughs> yeah, this is easing into obsession territory, isn't it? <laughs> yes, a little bit. No, no, I'll, I'll explain why and everything in a few. All right, good. Second piece of shit, Mike Sosha. Yes. Yes. So Mike Sosha's... Oh, sorry, hold on. There you go. Uh, Mike Sosha's been an enemy of this podcast since, like, the first Jimmy episode. Uh, so... 
I don't think he's been in the piece of shit corner, though. No, never directly called out as an official podcast piece of shit, but here it is. Okay. Um, former player, he played 13 years with the Dodgers. He had a 26.1 war a 259 batting average and 700 ops actually not a bad career no um only with the dodgers and then he has been the manager of the angels since the year 2000 um not a great run for that team over that stretch of time also not really seemingly a good players guy i mean he's hanging on to mike trout um for dear life you know that's the front office is doing as well but he's not pushing for maximum value from an mvp player uh, but most recently, he's been pushing, you're not pushing, but allowing Otani to continue to play baseball. Um, yeah. Didn't he pitch this week or next week? Yeah, or yeah yesterday. Mm-hmm. Came out after it two was, innings. It went really bad. Yeah. He, he pitched two and a third. He caved two or three. And, you know, he had back stiffness and he hurt his hands because he tried to catch a comebacker with his bare hands. Um, which begs the question, does this guy play too hard for his long-term health? That's kind of a, a topic for another time. But Mike Sosha is allowing him to play. Like, this guy has potential long-term value for the club if they can hang on to him. And um, he's got a ULC, UCL strain, grade two. Mm-hmm. It was grade one when he came into the MLB. And there's, there's just no reason for him to be pitching. Um, that Sosha has been directed by front office to say, put Otani in, we need to fill seats. And he no longer has the credibility to say, hey, no, that's bad for him. I believe the answer to that is yes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Go fuck yourself, Mike Soship. We yep. want to see Otani pitch for a long time and not become a dice case situation. That's, <laughs> yeah, we brought that up the other day. That's, that's concerning for sure. Craziness. Third piece of shit, Joe West. Ooh, I've got him too. I hope that, uh, okay. I have a couple of extra pieces of shit for the end of this, but go on with Joe West. Well, you know, we've avoided calling Joe West a piece of shit for a while. We called that called out Angel Hernandez as a terrible umpire months ago. Uh, it's Joe's turn because um, the other day during the Phillies game, uh, Phillies reliever Austin Davis was on the mound looking at his um, lineup card or you know notes card that you know outlines a plan of attack for each hitter, how to you know p- poke at their weaknesses. And Joe West basically took the card from him and said that it was a foreign substance and it wasn't allowed on the field on any person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, usually that rule is called into effect when Michael Pineda has pine tar on his neck. Right. Not when somebody's looking at a piece of data. The rule is for modifying the ball, and that's it. Not anything else. I think uh, he went on to say, well, Joe West, after the game, I think realized, like, oh, that was a horse shit thing I did. And not that it really mattered because the Cubs went on to win, I think, like 7-1 to one or something like that. But it definitely didn't help the strategy as far as that goes, because, he, I mean, he, because the thing is, after Joe West took that card, he stepped up and struck out the guy in five pitches, and then he gave up back-to-back home runs in, like, the next inning. Yeah, fuck Not Joe a great West. interpretation of the rules. Um, just kind of an old man call. I don't think he liked that there was, you know, this new use of data and somebody's doing something different that he's not used to seeing and... Did something about it. Fuck you, Joe. You weren't allowed to have uh, pieces of paper and pencils. What is this? Right? You're allowed to use a stone tablet and, at best, a modern chalkboard and eraser setup. Unbelievable, Joe. Unbelievable. Um, uh, it's not a, great, not a great umpiring job. I will read the actual rule real quick. It is Rule 6.02C, Section 7. That's on page 75 and 76 of the MLB rulebook, by the way, for those keeping Thank track. You. Uh, the pitcher shall not, and then the clause seven, 
have on his person or in his possession any foreign substance. I have never referred to a note card as a foreign substance. Just saying. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a way to keep me from, like, not bringing a bunch of tamales to the mound. Right. Which is a fantastic idea, actually. No jalapenos to get your nose running and put a little snot on the ball. That's right. That's right. That was the long game. Well, well, you figured me out, Sam. That got grosser the more I thought about it. (laughs) I love it. All right. God, you're making those Mexican food puns trying to be jalapeno my business. That was beautiful. Don't cricket that. It's not even the evening, you Mm, jerk. It was terrible. All right. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Uh, Final piece of shit, summer. (laughs) Fuck you, summer. It's really hot. I can't wait for you to be over. There's only 19 days left, and then it's fall. I can't wait for that first, like, cool, crisp evening. Um, And baseball will be really good in October when it's nice and cool. It's going to be, like, three months. It's always hot as hell, even through September, I feel like. So, yeah. I mean, Sam, I couldn't agree with you more on just the way that we want that first crisp evening. Like, I am a huge sucker for that. The other thing, um, is it, does it get cooler in Atlanta? Much cooler than (laughs) Dallas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. It's like slightly ever. milder. So good stuff. I'm, I agree, man. It's going to be hot as hell for a while, but I'm, I can't, couldn't be more ready. I'm ready for October yeah. baseball. Exactly. I just want, I want a nice fall breeze. It's been a pretty hot summer and I'm ready for some cool weather. I hear you, man. Oh, I don't like it when my balls stick to my legs. Let's put it that way. I feel you. I feel you. I hate it when that happens to you too, Sam. Uh, whoa. Those are the pieces of shit. Love it. Oh, I think Justin has add-ons. I do. I have add additional pieces of shit. Uh, Joe West was one of them. So good call because that was absolutely We have wonderful internal alignment. We do not. That's okay. Well, we try to surprise each other with this stuff. But this is another umpire one. Are either of you familiar with Nick Lentz? No. Nick Lentz is a terrible strike zone caller. Ah. So uh, this was during the Yankees. I was watching this game on Friday night. It was the Yankees versus the Tigers, Comerica Park in Detroit. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman was dealing on the mound. It was like bottom of the fifth, one out, and the score was three to nothing Detroit at this point, and Gleyber Torres was up. He had been calling the zone terribly all night long. And by the way, whenever I started looking into the very specifics of this story, I found another thing that goes in my piece of shit corner, so it'll tie back in here in just a few minutes. So they called terrible zone all night long. On a one-on-one count, Zimmerman threw a fastball. It was definitely like inside and low, and I mean, to me, it missed for sure. Uh, it was definitely outside of pitch tracks and all that too, uh, which made the count go oh, or one and two. And Aaron Boone just went fucking ballistic and came out of the game and was or, uh, out of the dugout and was just screaming in, in Nick Litz's face. And Aaron Boone, as much as I've called him a piece of shit, I loved his his tirade here because he actually went and got behind the plate and acted like the catcher catching outside the zone and he called his own strike. It was incredible. I, I saw this. It was beautiful. And then. Garden Hire got tossed later in the game for a stupid call as well. So he sure did. Yeah. It wasn't nearly as funny as, as uh, Boone's, though. It was just a bad call. The opportunity for these sort of um, interactions are dwindling, right? Because there's less mound visits, and you know yep. you get tossed immediately for arguing balls and strikes. So anytime the manager gets involved and, and makes a really colorful situation, I, I love it. I love every second of it. Because I, that would be me every single game. Do you think that we're going to get, like, that audio of, like, do you think he was mic'd up? <laughs> it wasn't nearly – It would. I can almost guarantee you it wasn't nearly the gold that your asses in the jackpot was. But yeah, few things so. are. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen as far as, like, a manager in 
umpire discussion. The next piece of shit, the San Diego Padres. <laughs> Do we yeah. know, have you guys heard about Beach Hat Night that they had recently? Yeah. Beach Hat Night? No. Yeah. So they had a promotion night where they gave away beach hats. And during the course of after giving away about 2,000 of them or so, they realized that they had grain beetles all <laughs> over them. <laughs> Which are not harmful Rain bugs. Beetles. And so those are the ones that you always... Of bug-infested hats? Yes, basically. Those are, the, those are the bugs that you always find in like an old box of cereal. Those kinds of bugs. And they typically come in like packaging or whatever. So the team had to discontinue it, obviously. And that was step one, I would hope. And then step two was to give out rain checks for more hats later on. It was, and then they had to release a press release letting people know about it, obviously, because they weren't smart enough to check it. So huge pieces of shit there. Anything to detract from the on-field experience that is also garbage. So they think they'll just give some people some grain beetles? <laughs> That'll make up for our ineptitude. <laughs> Here's the thing. Our team is 54 and 85. We want to thank you for coming out and paying good money to support a team that's three games away from elimination. Like showing up and handing out infestation hats. <laughs> yes. The infestation hat. That could be another good t-shirt as well. Um, I think there's a there's a blankets joke out there that I won't make. Yeah, it's definitely I out there. I was in the same spot, yeah, my friend. It's definitely out there. If this was the Indians, we would make that joke. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, we would. Um, okay, and finally, so this ties back into the story before, or the, the Yankees-Detroit thing. In the midst of researching that situation, I was watching that game, actually, but I just wanted to make sure I had all the specifics right for the show. So I guess the actual piece of shit here is going to be announcers or beat writers who talk about no hitters anytime less than the seventh inning. Yeah, that's terrible. Because this article that, that I looked into, the, or like went to to find the, the details of it, the very first thing was that Jordan Zimmerman was working on a no hitter in the fifth inning. Ugh. It's like, first of all, don't talk about it. Yep. And second of all, just don't talk about that, it. Just don't talk about it. Like second of all, like it's the fifth inning. Like a lot of pictures work perfect through the five innings. It's ridiculous question that follows this up when you guys use the mlb.com app yes when do yeah. they note a no hitter it's not through like three innings no right no Is it after five i don't know i honestly haven't seen one in a while i can't remember there was one last night chris archer had one going through six. Oh, god damn it of course he did after all the shit we after talked I about fucking him. dropped him yeah. yeah i've been carrying his dead corpse all season <laughs> don't worry he coughed it up he sure did yeah, yeah, man, I, I just I don't I don't recall though. I, I wasn't looking at the MLB app last night, unfortunately. So um, I would hope they would do it right. Six feels okay. Seven is probably more appropriate, but like five is not okay. Yeah. So you were talking about the Tigers Yankees series going on. Um, when you get to the ballpark super early, they had the game on the television. Uh, mm -hmm. They had the Tigers Yankees game on, and I was like, "Oh, I'm rooting for New York." I lean over to my wife Stephanie, and I said, "Who are you rooting for?" And she looks at it, she goes. I'm rooting for Detroit to get some clean water. And I was like, God damn, drop Whoa. it in the politics. Well wow. done. Jesus we just Christ. did it without missing a beat. Like God almighty. strong tie-in. That's that's a tie-in. That's that's a tie. I'll call it that a tie-in. Alrighty. Well, that is the piece of shit corner. You name the time frame, I'll name an asshole. Solid work through the piece of shit corner today. Well done, everyone. Yes. Well, how many pieces of shit was that? That's got to be like seven or yeah, eight. Yeah, that was like 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I, God only knows with the beat writers and everything. I mean, that could be endless, really. Seems like you had a lot to get off your chest. No, no. I just I, I had those few things to put together that I had seen, and they didn't really necessarily work their way into like play talk. So fair. All right. Let's do everybody's favorite segment. Around the Diamond. That's right, cats and kittens, where we go from AL to NL, from east to west, and anywhere that we feel like in between. Where do you want to start today, my good friend, Justin? Guess the old AL East like we usually do, because we go top to bottom. I hope one day you're going to change it up. One day. You want me to? I'll do it now. Let's do it. Let's go to NL East first. NL East. Here we go. Atlanta, Philly, Washington, Jimmy Midtown's Mets, and Miami. (sighs) Poor Jimmy. Jimmy stopped watching baseball like two, three months ago. Did he actually? Is no, I don't confirmed? know. I haven't confirmed it, but we should. We'll confirm it with him after this. Yeah. Should be like on June first, like someone puts a video of him like slowly removing a Mets hat and then slowly putting on a Jets hat, <laughs> 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 or he just has a shirt and like he just crosses out the M and just writes a J under it. That would be yeah. awesome. I don't. I wouldn't blame him or any other Mets fan. It's not even specifically just him. It's like a lot of people. You're rolling down his cheek. Yep. Of course, they didn't. Uh, I mean, if we want to go ahead and get rolling with the Mets, of course, Syndergaard threw like he struck out like twelve people yesterday. That guy's so damn good. Yeah. And Degrom is still on a damn tear. Degrom is on a tear. Um, I hope Jimmy listens to this episode later to recognize that um, he hasn't been starting his starters in fantasy baseball. One of which is J- Jason Degrom, Jacob Jacob Degrom. Holy shit! Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Are you okay, Sam? <laughs> mm. Negative. Mm, too much sleep, I think. I'm a meat popsicle. <laughs> meat popsicle. Gross. Sounds like something you could get at AT&T Park next to your shrimp quesadillas. No comment. No comment. Um, Atlanta's still kicking ass. They're names. doing fine. Yeah. They're not doing amazing. And yeah. Philly has um, stumbled a lot. They, I mean, they're only four games back. And, I mean, I still feel like they're, I don't know, they're both just a little ways away yet. But... I still think good teams. Yep, I think Atlanta's going to get it. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Hopefully, that bet that you made is forgotten about. Do you think no, it isn't. Philly uh, lost a game when it came to that um, that ump with the Cubs thing. Do you think that caused, or is that Washington? No, that was the Cubs. Um, it Cubs. didn't matter. The Cubs are better than they are for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just was curious if, like, at the end of the year, if they end up missing out by a half game or something, because. Whoever wins the East is going to the playoffs. Anyone else, you're not going to see your wild card out of the East. No. I agree. No, not at all. It's definitely going to be the Central. Yep. Washington is just Washington. They haven't changed all year. That team's terrible. I, their players are starting to give up, too, which is sad, yeah. even the ones with something to prove. Like yeah. Harper, uh, he's just not doing it. Soto's not really doing a ton. He's, his on-base is great, but he's not smacking any dingers. Who was it that – oh, we talked about this already. Never mind. I was going to say, we were talking about, um, about the Dodgers trying to do a deal for Harper, but they never got really yeah. close on it. Yep. Have there, were there any big, like, relatively big additions or anything here in, the, in this division? I don't think so, because the trade deadline happened just, uh, what, two days ago? Yeah. yeah I don't I think there were. The Braves picked up, like, people. Yeah, but nobody <laughs> of note, really? Uh, Lucas Duda. Oh. And hmm. Rene Rivera. Whoever the whoever that guy is, Lucas Duda's been garbage. He's he was on the um, Royals, I believe. Yeah, not a great season. He left the did he? I guess he left the Mets for the Royals. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the I would say the biggest deadline thing that's gone on with the Braves 
is their call-ups of a lot of their talents. Like the, the roster is expanding. You've got Tuki Tucson who pitched pretty well against the Red Sox today. Yeah. Um, he's not going to walk away with a, a win or anything, but he pitched, he pitched pretty well. They're also calling up a guy named Kyle Wrights who has great potential. Yeah. Um, the roster expansions are much more compelling to me than the, uh, the actual deals that are dealt. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. What were you going to say, Ben? Especially for the playoff teams. Like, yeah. I'm really interested to see how they utilize that to plug any holes that they failed to address. Because yeah. then it starts to kind of peel back the curtain for why maybe they didn't address it a way that, like, a fan or an outsider would have because they knew that XYZ was doing this down in AAA. Yeah, that's true. Kind of like how I've been screaming at the Red Sox to pick up a reliever somehow. And the only move they did was just to block someone from getting someone. It's okay. It's all right. With the starting pitching coming back, they're going to be all right. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Let's talk about, is there anything going on the Central? Cubs, 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 Cubs. Yeah, pretty Cubs, much. Cubs, 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 Cubs. Milwaukee just can't make up any ground. No. St. Louis has been on a tear recently. Yeah, if the season ended today, Milwaukee and St. Louis would be your number one and number two wild card. Milwaukee's five backs five back of the Cubs, and the cards are a half back of that. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel bad for the fighting that's going on for the West and the fact that neither the um, Rockies or the Diamondbacks would make it as a wild card. It would still go to Milwaukee and St. Louis right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm really anxious to see how that secondary tier sort of, you know, your non-league champion winners, your non-divisional winners, you know, shape up. 100%, man. I agree. To yeah, all I'm still super sad to see Colorado just kind of fumbling around and fucking it up. They have a decent starting rotation. They've got bats out their ass, and it's just not really working out. Yeah, they're fucking it up for sure. The, their bullpen is, like, historically bad. Yeah, really is. And even for cores, it's bad. Yeah. Anything else in the Central before we go on to the West? Not Negative. Really. Not really. Not much. Other than Chris Archer being an asshole. <laughs> Sure, he did it deliberately just to spite Sam, too. Because he's in Pittsburgh, and what? I talk so much shit yeah. about Pittsburgh. Yeah, had that coming, I guess. Um, yep. So this is a series that, or a, a division that I'm excited to talk about in the NL West because uh, I got a lot. I watched a lot of this series over the weekend. This Dodgers Arizona series, it was electric. It was probably one of the best series I watched all year. Did you guys Tell happen to more. catch any of this? I caught the end where Matt Kemp hit a three-run home run to uh, walk it off the other day. Yeah. And then I also caught the end of the game uh, yesterday when he had a double. Yep. So uh, I'll give you – Against I'll, Archie Bradley, right? Yeah. I'll give you guys a breakdown of these. Um, so a week ago, the Dodgers were in third place in the ENL West, four and a half games back of the Diamondbacks going into this four-game set against them. Cool. Um, the way this ended up was Arizona won the first one and then the Dodgers won the last three. Basically, this whole thing this, this whole thing will end up redefining completely how this division is going to play out. Uh, this whole series, a four-game set, produced 19 total runs. Wow. And the last three that the Dodgers won was the score 3-2. to two. And the Dodgers outscored the Diamondbacks by one run in this series. That's, that's a dogfight of a series. Yeah, yep. absolutely. That's a... For baseball diehards, that's a really good series. Yeah, that's a defensive as hell series, and that's that's a typical NL type series in my mind. Yeah, small ball baseball for sure. Uh, San Francisco trade away Andrew McCutcheon to the Yankees. I think he looks terrible without his beard. Agreed. And um, it's a stupid rule that the Yankees have. It just speaks to their I don't know, stuffiness. 
yeah, stuffiness. Yeah. Just... Do you think that the the time zone change may help him to be back in Eastern Standard Time? No, probably not. Oh. <laughs> what, what, tell me more, Ben. Why yes. would that help? Well, because traditionally, especially with like um, like in football, there's just mad numbers about how teams traveling from the West to the East, they tend to have losing records, even if they're good teams. So I'm wondering if this guy who, you know, I'm not saying that an adult human can't get used to a time change but i'm wondering if there was just any sort of lingering i'm sounding more foolish the longer the that's okay goes that is okay you were trying you were getting there you were almost to prove a theory but then it really the wheels fell off at the end yeah just no more wheels on that one that's okay i would say though that that is an interesting flag for the yankees to wave as far as what that means for aaron judge coming back i don't think he's coming back this season you don't think so doesn't sound like it they probably should have made this move like a month ago but yeah, he, I just mean, his get in with the culture and all that. Yeah, and and just in general for his production because they've been ha- they've had an abysmal outfielder or outfield type situation out there since he's been gone. So he's hitting off a tee right now. Pretty much. That doesn't mean much right now. Yeah. So um, his progress has been a lot slower than expected, and don't you have to be? How does the DL work as far as your eligibility for the postseason? I don't think it matters. Think okay, it, matters. it doesn't matter, right? Okay, cool. Because I know you have to be on the active roster one time to be eligible for the postseason, but I didn't know how the DL plays in. But he was on the active roster before that, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Um, I, don't I don't think it's a factor. But regardless, I don't, it doesn't sound, I mean, a lot of Yankees beat writers and stuff don't think he's coming back. So, was McCutcheon doing decent in, uh, in San Francisco? That's a good question. Let me take a look real fast. I'm pulling up baseball reference right now. I would say it was below average for what we expect of McCutcheon, yeah, but above year, average because of that. War of 1.8, batting average 252, 15 homers, 55 RBIs, uh, OBP of 355, slug of 409, OPS of 764. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's definitely below his 10-year average of his career. He's had a weird career, I feel like. I feel like he's never really he never really reached his full potential. Pittsburgh probably held on to him a little longer than they should have. Didn't he get an, an NL MVP? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That during that splashy run they had in what, like the late two thousands, something like that. It was maybe eleven or twelve, something like that. But yeah, so we've been known to just forget about Pittsburgh a lot. So I'm not surprised that we can't yeah. come up with these facts. It's the mud. It is the mud. All right, and then let's talk about the AL West. Then let's just let's just keep changing it around, guys. Cool. Perfect. Uh, Houston's still in the lead there. They've won seven and three, or they're seven and three of their last ten. Oakland is six and four of their last ten, and they are two and a half games back off the division lead. Last time we talked, I'm pretty sure Oakland was in the lead, right? Yeah. Because they had just they had just gotten in, but they already coughed it up. Yeah. They're going to end up in that wild card spot. It's just as Ben predicted. Yep. Thank you. We're even I giving you the credit that. that you demanded. That's why I'm being uh, very gracious. <laughs> I don't know otherwise, you would have right, been. A, so when I do, otherwise you would have been a jackass about it. Is that what you're telling us? Yes. You would never do such a thing. In the jackpot. In the jackpot for sure. Sam called it last episode. Texas is about to get eliminated. Sad. Yep. They've been Sad playing day. better baseball in the second half too. I just think they gave up trying and started to just try and have fun and play as a team. And if they would have done that, you know, in March. Yeah, maybe they had a chance to sniff 500 ball. There's a chance. There is a chance. Um, 
We already talked about the Angels and Mike Sosha drinking peanut butter stout. He would, too. Alone in the dark at three in the afternoon. That's right. Stout outside Skid Row. Anything else there, boys? Negative. Cool. Negatory. Uh, The Central Cleveland added Josh Donaldson. I can't wait to hear Sam's thoughts about this. And his legs. And his leg. I think it's singular. Man. They they got him and then they immediately put him on the disabled list. So <laughs> so sad. Did, did they really? Or yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, they did. No, I'm not That's making incredible. that up. <laughs> yeah, they put him on the. He'll get some rehab starts to fix his legs, which just won't be fixed. So how does that work though? Because the minor league uh, season's over like this week. They can put him in the fall league games. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna, it's just a wasted season. This he, is like the third yeah. wasted season for this guy, and he's not going anywhere. I don't know why they traded for him. He's not, he's. Perpetually always hurt. Well, I don't know what they traded to get him, but you know that his ceiling is super high. And if you can get him like 10 really good at bats in a postseason game, he could rip a bomb. Well, yeah. maybe he has some good like um, leadership traits, you know? I don't know. But, you know, just based on his leg situation, he reminds me of good leaders that we've had like FDR. <laughs> <laughs> yes killed it <laughs> perfect uh do you want to hear what the language of the trade is no i want to dive deeper into this comparison between fdr and josh donaldson <laughs> okay yeah ben take no. us down that <laughs> the year was 19 and 32 19. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have much that was a throwaway one liner boys all right the uh the jays will get a player to be named later with some value is how it's phrased Fuck that. Everything has value. Yeah, like, what, that's such that's a perceived thing. What the hell? So there are uh, well, I'm going to do a it though? I'm going to have a, a strange tangent. Yeah, everything has value. What are you talking like about? Like my dog's toenails have value, dumbass. To what? To someone. Does... Not anybody we're friends with. Hell no. <laughs> uh, uh, there ahead. there are signs at certain stores in the parking lot that say energy efficient vehicle parking only or like fuel efficient vehicle parking only. And I would always park my Tahoe there, and I would say, it has efficiency. It's just not very good. Right. <laughs> I, love that. I love that your, your stand against the man was that. Be more specific. I, I, I'm with you. I get it. At, and ben, is, ben can't weigh in here because he parks in those spots at work. So That's not true. And my, <laughs> my teal Nissan Cube is not a zero emissions vehicle at work that I can park in. Okay. Well, you've had vehicles that you can. I yes, I've had a hybrid and an electric car. Okay, but yeah, that's an incredible language. It has to be sorted out by January the thirtieth of next year as well. Just in case you were marking that on your calendar, I was marked. Marked. Oh, one thing that we didn't mention that I thought was interesting in the NL is uh, the uh, Brewers acquiring Curtis Granderson. What's your thoughts on him, Sam? Sam, I, the listeners can't see me shrug, but I definitely am. It's like. Yeah questionable value like yes there is there's something there but he's old and he hasn't had an amazing season like what are they what are they thinking that that's going to be helpful for i don't know why the brewers weren't out just trying to get pitching just, yeah they need pitching you don't need no. hitters they've got all that already they, they do not need the grandy man no plus grandy man's 37 yeah i feel like he's been 37 for like 10 years i feel like that guy's been around for so long I've got a bag of dog toenails that's older than that. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, weird, weird thing to say there, Sam. Weird thing to say. A good, good callback. I love it. 
All right, and I guess the East is the last. Or do we have any more thoughts in the Central? Things that happen there? Not much. The White Sox have been playing pretty well. They they just split a series with Boston. Yeah, um, they're seven and three in their last ten. Lucas Giolito's pitching well now, yes. as he should have been all season. He can't. He was originally with Washington, right? Yes, pretty yes. sure. Yeah. And then uh, they got Michael Kopech. Kopech. Yeah. I haven't actually heard anybody say his name outside of Justin and myself. So. Pronunciation to be determined. Right. Pronunciation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's good, too. Yeah, he pitched well the other day, too. Definitely. And the they've got some, some young talent that's hitting the ball. The only thing that kind of screwed him was the fact that there was like a three-hour rain delay. And so he came out and kind of mm-hmm. sucked it up. But, I mean, I would I – wouldn't be surprised by any pitcher that did that. Yeah, he's had three starts and two of them have been cut short by rain. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. All right. AL East. That'll round us out. Boston's been frustrating. I'm glad they're getting pitching back. That's all I can tell you. Are you glad that they're still losing games? Or Well, they're, they haven't been. They're like six and four their last ten, so they haven't been losing games so much. Five, Actually, they're, they're five, five and five. five Sorry. Five, five, five. Yeah. One day in their last 15. They are ahead right now in the, in the uh, Atlanta game. But we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine with it. I, I, I stand behind what I said, even though you don't think it makes any sense. I don't care. Uh, I'm yeah. fine with them learning how to lose and go through adversity as a team and how to, to fucking pick each other up. So I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with how they're doing. We have Boston at 94 and 44 and the Yankees at seven and a half back at 86 and 51. Yeah. The Yankees not getting judged back is going to hurt them. Luis Severino has not been that good overall. He started out really good this year, but he struggled. Tanaka's still a piece of shit, too. Yeah, he's had some good outings. A lot of the ones I've watched, they just fall apart really quickly, it seems like. Uh, Justin, you had the Red Sox winning 117 yeah. games. You care to adjust? Yeah, I'll adjust it. I don't, I don't know what to, but I'll come back with that answer. But I feel like you get one more adjustment. Like, you get this last one, and then that's it. Okay. You can't keep adjusting. I still predicted them to win the division, so I'm not worried about it. That's fine, but you said 117 wins. Yeah, that was overzealous over a little bit, I'm sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll own it. I don't back away from these takes, you know. Okay. Yeah, no, I've got a rapid-fire question right, waiting for you. Good. He just backs away from stakes. I don't know. What? I'm <laughs> grasping at straws here, gentlemen. <laughs> I missed y'all. Oh, man. Glad you're back. Glad you're back. Anything else in that division that's jumped out at you guys? Tampa Bay is 20 games back. That feels so painful. Even though it shouldn't be. Toronto and Baltimore have felt the sweet release of death, which is like really important, I bet, for their sanity. No doubt about it. That was good. You couldn't have put that better. <laughs> good work. All right. That rounds out Around the Diamond. So now Ben is going to walk us through his experience to watch the Rangers yesterday. That's right. Uh, so yesterday, um, not to be outdone by a couple's trip to Atlanta, I decided to have uh, take my wife and kiddos, and all four of us went down to see the Rangers take on the Twins. But I thought, let me try and see if I can get any good audio going. Uh, so we ate lunch at the apartment, and then we headed on out to the ballpark, uh, hoping to catch some batting practice. So we're going to get there early. Maybe the kids will get like a baseball and stuff. So um, this is just on the way there, just me asking the kids. They can introduce themselves. So let's, let's see what all we get. 
What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Outfielder Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ben Baseball, and I am joined by two very special guests today as we are on our way to the Texas Rangers game at Globe Life Park in Arlington, where they will take on the Twins of Minnesota. Let me introduce you to my first special guest. Uh, can I just get your name and how old you are? Shiloh. And how, how old are you, Shiloh? Four. Shiloh, are you excited about the baseball game? Yes. What are you most excited? What are you most excited about? Oh, um, watching it. Okay, watching it. That's pretty cool. And my second guest over here, can I get your name, please? Emmeline. Emmeline, how old are you? Six. All right. Are you excited about the baseball game? Yes. What are you most excited about about the baseball game today? Watching the Rangers play. Nice. Who are you going to be rooting for? Okay, so she still is wondering who she's going to root for. She's wearing a blue Texas Rangers hat, but her allegiances are still up in the air. So I'll bring you plenty of more audio as the day progresses. The cuteness of daughters. Yes. Really good stuff. But um, the allegiances being up in the air is like questionable. We got to have better takes from the six-year-old, right? Yeah, um, she wanted to wear her um, her T-ball jersey, which is a Blue Jays jersey, but she still wanted to wear a Rangers cap with it. And I was like, maybe a little confusing, but you're six, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> we get to the game, and we uh, we enter in, and we go down, and there's no batting practice happening because guess what? They don't do that on Sunday. Aww. They only just do um, pitcher's practice. So we're, like, right down by the field, and um, – we were going to go ahead and like try and have them shake hands or get a baseball or something. And of course they didn't do any of it. The kiddos were not interested. They started melting down. So then we went back to our seats and this was an hour before the game started. And we already were having like tears and whining. So, you know, you give them juice boxes, some snacks and all that. We get things going. I get my wife a hard cider. Just let's just get the, and I did, uh, I did try rolling uh, some audio on my wife, but everything came out incredibly political. It was great. I loved it, but yes. it wasn't necessarily the content we were going for. <laughs> um, she said, I'm not drunk enough to record for your podcast. Mm. See, that was the problem when we had Claire and Stephanie on is that they were. Yeah. We got to find yeah. that happy medium. Yeah. No, we'll get there. Anyway, so the Rangers totally crushed it, and uh, they won like 4,000 to nothing. No, it was 18 to 4, I think, was the final. Um, kids really didn't understand like how outs worked, so they were like, how much longer until the game's over? And I was like, well, the Rangers have to get six more outs. And they're like, you said that five minutes ago. And I was like, well, yeah. It was still true. <laughs> they can't be getting outs. These are not the kind of outs we're looking for. But Don't you understand that outs are not temporally bound? Jesus, right. kids. Exactly. <laughs> what was one of Sam's first POSs, the concept of time? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm quite familiar with it. Yeah, yes. we, we had some, some stuff like that going. Um, Justin, if you'll go to the final clip that I sent you, uh, this was audio on the way home. So afterwards, we ran the bases. Mm-hmm. It was run the base Sunday, so we had to wait in a stupidly long line, but it was a lot of fun. I'd never been out on the field before. The kids loved it. So this is their post-game review. Uh, my four-year-old wouldn't even talk to my cell phone, so this is only from the six-year-old. All right, we are finished with the Rangers game, and I'm here with Emma. Emma, what do you think of the game? I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, what was it? What was your favorite part of the game? It was when the game finished. <laughs> when the game finished, that was your favorite part. Why was that your favorite part? Because I got to run on the bases. 
That's right, we ran around all the bases, didn't we? Yes, we did. Had you ever done that before? No. Very cool. Shiloh, what did you think of the game? We're just getting a mean mug and face from Shiloh. I don't think she wants to talk to us. So Emma, did you get to have any really good food today at the Ranger game? Yes, I got to have cotton candy. You had cotton candy? What color was it? It was pink and some blue. Okay, what was the worst part about the Ranger game today? We can pause it, pause it right there. So the reason I asked the food question, I forgot about that, is um, y'all had some wonderful, you know, like Claire and Stephanie and Justin and Sam review food. So I was like, yeah. let me kids review food. There has to be some audio gold. And we got the color. So I like it. You know, Call it, uh, cotton candy is a solid choice, too. This begs the question of whether or not the difference in color actually provides a difference in flavor. Is mm. it just all sugar? We don't know. <sighs> we don't know. Do we have an expert that we can like hey, phone a friend or something? Hmm. I don't it's know all who. just sugar. Yeah, we'll do some more research into this, and we'll get we'll get back to the outfielder listeners. Yeah. All right, we'll do. Uh, we'll, if we can finish out that yep. clip. Sorry. Okay, and I am back with Emma. Emma, can you tell me how the game of baseball is played? We got a shrug. Can you tell me what the pitcher does? It throws the ball. That's right. And then, um, can you name any other team that's not the Texas Rangers? The Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are a team. They're a football team, but very good guess. Any other teams you, you think you can name? The Green Bay Packers are a team. They're a football team, but very good guess. Any other teams you, you think you can name? All right. Well, thank you so much, Emma. Do you have any final things to say to the grounds crew and our outfielder listeners? We just got her shaking her head, so I think she's all done. Shiloh, do you have anything you want to add? Once again, Shiloh is silent. Have y'all ever tried to interview kids? Yes. It's creepy. It is a little creepy. <laughs> it's fantastic. All in all, great day at the Ranger game. Um, I was there for way too long. What was showing up for trying to catch batting practice which didn't effing happen and then staying to run the bases it was probably like a five and a half hour excursion in arlington oh boy you survived i did i love that uh, the green bay packers are a known quantity in your household yes uh, my family's from wisconsin so that's my football team of choice this makes more sense now justin you have any takes on that uh it's pretty funny that she went right to that that's all i was saying i was letting you guys banter that out love it is it time for everyone's favorite, favorite segment? I'd say so. Rapid fire! Rapid fire, rapid fire. That was fantastic. Who's starting? Sam, start us off. Yeah, so um, which type of nerds are worse, baseball nerds or football nerds? Ooh, football nerds for sure. Yeah, I'm going to say football nerds. It's like 16 games. Get over yourself. Yes, your numbers are terrible, and it's all about your schedule. Yep, always. Love like it. it. My question, who wins the NL West? I'm going to stick with the Diamondbacks. I'm going to stick with the Diamondbacks. I'm going to stick with the Dodgers, and I hate both of you. Justin, you're up. Uh, so now let's say that the Rangers are eliminated at this point, even though they're not technically eliminated while, we rec- while we're recording this. But, Sam, who is the next team to get eliminated now? Because you are perfect so far. Doesn't it have to be Miami? They've Probably got to so. be close. Probably something like that. We've lost Toronto and Baltimore. Rangers are soon. Royals soon. Miami. It's got to be Miami. 
Yep. We got to lose an NL team. Yep. Yeah, no NL teams have been eliminated yet, so I would most assuredly say it'll likely be uh, Miami or San Diego. Love it. Ben? Me. Uh, I think it's Sam's turn. Oh, my bad. Is it? Yeah, sorry. I lost my place. Uh, who wins AL MVP? Ooh. Mookie Betts. That's not a bad that's not a bad answer. Yeah. It's Mike Trout would be close. The oh, Mike Trout will be right there with him though, I think. I think Trout's always going to be pretty high in the running. It's just he's on a terrible team. Yeah, hadn't stopped it from happening before. Sam, what are your thoughts here? Yes, I actually meant to write this as rookie of the year, but MVP is actually probably a more compelling conversation. Uh, I think it goes to Mookie Betts. He has better counting stats because he's on a better team. Rookie of the year would probably go to I don't know, Ozzy Albies, Miguel and Miguel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Soto. That's uh, NL. Nice try. Oh, I thought. My bad. I thought you just said play like rookie of the year. Period. Ben, was no, Sam good. right about the Brew Crew? Uh, you know, I think Sam's always a little right about the Brew Crew. I don't remember what he said about them though. I don't remember I what I said about them either. You said that they would fall apart. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> they kind of have. Not not quite in the fashion that they did the year before, but it took longer yeah. this time. It's at this point, they still have a decent shot of making the playoffs as a wild card team. I don't know that they have staying power, though. And mm-hmm. if you give me the only team that I think they could beat in the playoffs would be like the Dodgers. If it's streaky, uh, I think that they they're not going to overtake the Cubs or Atlanta. All right. That. Would the game of baseball be better if one position player was replaced by a well-trained ferret? Infield, outfield, doesn't matter. It can be. It's open. Yes. I think yes. You get more kids in the stands, you expose them to the game of baseball. Or you got to go to the sport. Is ferret owners really what the MLB is going after? Uh, well. Do you think ferrets eat those bugs that are now littering the San Diego baseball diamond? Grain beetles. Ooh. Now you're just solving a problem with another problem, I think. Yeah. What are we going to do to get rid of all these damn ferrets? Right. I love it. Yeah. I'm in. Ben? Right. ben? Then the shift has to be a thing, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. No doubt about it. You can't change it. That solidifies that rule. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's right. I love it. <laughs> nice call. Back. Um, what is a current player that you want to see manage a team in the future? Part of me wants to say Matt Kemp because his give up is none. They're not current, but they're not managing yet. I would love to see Michael Young get a team. Ooh. It's a good clubhouse guy, right? I don't really yes. know a ton about like, I mean, I know of him and know he's a pretty solid dude, but. Strong take. I like that one. Yeah. But he's not current right now. No. He's like an executive in the Rangers front office or something like that, though, right? Yeah. Some sort yeah. Of... Justin ran into him on an elevator yeah. once. Did I tell you about that, Sam, when, with me, when me and Claire were on an elevator with him? No, but he strikes me as someone who's much shorter in person than he is on camera. Uh, that didn't really jump out to me. What, what more jumped out, out to me was, you know, I, I said, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Just shot the shit with him for a second. But Claire... I've never seen her like lose her composure like she did. She just like started like sputtering out words like, like just just word vomiting all over the place. <laughs> just didn't even. Like I, it was like Kardashian or something. Yeah, like just lost her her entire composure. I've never seen anything like this before out of her. It was wild. Love it. It was a great encounter. <laughs> um, I have a question for you both. Okay. Am I bougie for eating pistachios at a baseball game? No. No. I'll give you credit for that. No, I like that move. Do you, you like that move though? I don't know if I like the move, but I I don't no, think it's I like bougie. It. They're much better for you than peanuts. They're tastier. 
okay. this is objectionably a better move. Are you, My uh, kids were really mad that I was throwing the shells on the ground. They're like, why are you doing that? Like, That's just because, what you do. Because I can. Because it's the only place in the universe where it's like in, it, they want you to litter. It's right. awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Because you do get the shell effect for it and everything. I guess that's a good point. But I'm just not a big pistachio person, I think. All right. This begs my third rapid-fire question then. Are you, either of you sunflower seed people? Yes. Ooh. There was a time and a place for them. But since I'm no longer in middle school, hard, fast, no. Mm. Yes, I eat them religiously at games. Yeah. I'll put the shelled ones on, like, my salad. I'm yeah. not, not big in the salad kind of guy with it, but I love sunflower seeds. I even eat them at the house a lot. Very tasty. I like, I like Ben's. Ben and I are on the same page when it comes to seeds and nuts, which I think is really important. Yep. Cool. And if you have <laughs> more seeds and nuts questions, make sure to send them into Ben's mailbag. Or as I like to call it, Ben's bag of mail. Right. Right. <laughs> No, definitely, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to check us out on sensiblyloud.com. Plus, we have some other great podcasts on the horizon. If you like what you hear, check us out social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram at the Outfielder Podcast. Uh, excuse me, at Outfielder Pod. And, of course, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Check us out on your very favorite ways of audio streaming, whether it's going to be through the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Thank you so much. Yep, we want to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 45 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with the sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big up to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Ben, are you a chia seeds guy? <laughs>